Hi, ladies, and welcome to the Her Faith Walk Bible and Prayer Podcast. My name is Priscilla Henley. I'm a Bible enthusiast and prayer warrior, but most importantly, a child of God. I've created this podcast to reach women searching for a deep connection with God. This includes the desire to know his word better and experience a transformative prayer life. So I want you to join me each week for Bible lessons, prayers, and for the occasional interviews I have with women of faith. I'm so blessed to have you listening and I thank you for your support. Ladies, I want to welcome you back to the podcast. And if you are new here, thank you so much for joining for episode two of the podcast today. So I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here. The first week's episode did really well, especially in the form of feedback from people just letting me know what they thought, what they drew from the lesson. And so I just want to thank each and every person that took the time to listen to the first episode. And thank you for coming back. And again, if you're new, thank you for being here and taking a chance on the podcast. So my name is Priscilla, as I said in the intro, and I am your host here. Just a little bit about me. I'm really just a woman who loves the Bible, who loves to pray. And I love to just spread that experience that I have with other women around me so that they can too be blessed by the act of prayer, that they too can be blessed from everything that is in scripture that we can apply to our lives. So that's what we talk about even here on this podcast. So today our message is coming from Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15 through 17. And if you want to turn to that, if you're in the position to, you most certainly can. We're going to read over that in a moment. But also the name of this episode is returning to God will change your life. And if there's anything that's especially special about the Bible is that it is truly a life application book. Jesus has given us instructions from his personal walk on this earth other uh, men of old who are who are or have recorded in the canon have given us such examples and such information that we can apply to our lives. So we really want to get into the habit of doing that. So that's why this message today is returning to God will change your life. You got to return to God, especially if you have never had a relationship with him or if you're in a situation where you did have a relationship and you began to stray from him, returning to God will absolutely change your life. And part of returning to God is through reading his word and his word is transformative. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and give you some background first of what's going on in Isaiah, especially around this 30th chapter that we're focusing on today. So I have a question for you all. Do you ever feel the urge to act on temptation? All right, I'm going to be the first to say yes, most definitely, because it feels like temptation is constantly around us and it's constantly something that we are battling with. And I want to say this to you, you may feel the Holy Spirit say, go left, but you think to ignore in rebellion and go right. Does that sound familiar? Well, this is how I see Israel acting in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 1 through 17. Like us in some moments of temptation, these people are making decisions to disobey. 
So when you are confronted with temptation, think to yourself right now, do you tend to disobey or do you tend to walk the straight and narrow in which God would want you to walk? The entire book of Isaiah speaks to the rebellion of Israel from the Lord's covenant instructions brought through the laws of Moses and their reliance on false gods and ungodly political alliances. So that is something you should also know. This rebellion is against the law of Moses, the laws that God had given to them for how they should live, for what, how they should uh, apply those laws to their lives. And then also they began to take up relationships with false gods and to begin to get into ungodly political alliances. And sometimes we see that happen in our society today. But Isaiah warns Israel that they will face judgment through exile, the admonishment of their political alliances with other nations and those nations falling is to come. All right. So the people that they are in cohorts with, I guess you could say these political alliances, that's going to be dismantled. And those nations that they are in alliance with that are outside of God's desire for Israel, those nations are going to even fall. Isaiah also speaks to hope as well. He says that hope will be found in the Lord after the exile is over. All right. And that's not verbatim from the book, but that is just a summarization of what he is also saying in Isaiah. So yes, there will be exile, but there still is hope. And can you guess where that hope comes from? It comes from the Messiah. He accounts that Israel will receive their homeland back. All right. And they will also receive the promise of the coming of the Redeemer. And as we said, that has to do with Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So the Messiah is the promise. The Messiah is the hope that even after exile, after all the slavery, after all of the, the hard times that Israel experienced, Someone is coming. And so as we look at all of this, we can draw this conclusion that when we don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, the wrong path is easy to go down with Satan. So when you feel these temptations come about in your life and you know that it just feels hard and it feels thick and you can't shake it, you can't ex escape it. Many times it's because you don't have that relationship with God or you don't have that personal relationship with the Holy Spirit that's indwelling within you, leading and guiding and directing you in what to do. Okay. And Jesus Christ left the comforter with us when he ascended into heaven and left this earth. And part of the role of the Holy Spirit is to really transform us so that when we reach a point of temptation, we will act differently than our flesh wants us to act. And so it's really important for us to have that relationship with God. And that's why the title of this message is returning to God will change your life because it truly and most definitely will. Did you know that when you don't have God in your life, you may actually do things that you never really believed you would do? In addition, you may also fall into a pattern of rebellion against God, like Israel, like you truly are disrespectful to him. As a result, you may have to face consequences just like Israel did. And these consequences, I will tell you right now, will not be pleasant. I've been there before. They will hurt and sometimes even break you. 
If you do not have that solid foundation in Jesus Christ, that relationship with God, that indwelling of the Holy Spirit, it can break you. It truly can. But I know that as I sit here right now, I'm betting that each and every woman that's listening to this podcast doesn't want to face brokenness. And if you have faced brokenness before, you know what it feels like and you either want out of it right now or you don't want to feel it ever again. So that leads us now into our scripture, which is Isaiah chapter 30 verses 15 through 17. It says, for thus said the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. Here we go, though. But you were unwilling and you said, no, we will flee upon horses. Therefore, you shall flee away and we will ride upon swift steeds. Therefore, your pursuers shall be swift. A thousand shall flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you shall flee. So you are left like a flagstaff on the top of a mountain, like a signal on a hill. Amen. Okay, so that was loaded. And sometimes when you read certain areas in scripture, it's like a lot at one time. So we're definitely going to break it down. That's one thing I love to do on this podcast is just to break down areas of scripture for you all that you may not necessarily understand when reading on your own or without a a concordance or without a commentary or something to assist you. Okay, so you can draw a few things from these verses 15 through 17. And so I want to go through them. Number one, Isaiah explains that in the Israelites returning to God, they will experience rest and they will be saved. And in quietness and in trust, they will obtain their strength. So when they are in a state of quietness and reverence and trusting the Lord, that is when they're going to obtain strength. So now we're looking at the side of it of anti-rebellion. So you're anti-rebellion and you're, you're, you're trying to do this with God. And so that's what he's saying. That you're going to receive rest. You're going to receive salvation. You're, you're, you're going to be able to receive strength out of a situation like that. But in this verse as well, God knows his people very well and explains that Israel will ignore this by believing in their own strength. They will be unwilling to return to him. They won't find rest and strength. And while, you know, this is just a blessing right here because I didn't connect this when I was doing my studies, but this is all going back to episode one of the podcast, to be honest, because we talked about doing things in our own strength and how we do not have the strength to do things alone. We do not have the strength to persevere as humans on this earth for the long haul without Christ on our sides without the Lord's strength. All right. And it says that Israel is is going to ignore and they're going to believe that they are strong enough. And so that's really a sad thing. And I'm sure that some of you can sit back and and I do remember in my life as well where I felt like I don't need God. You know, I can take care of this situation. I have the strength to do it on my own. And eventually I ended up falling on my bottom 
(laughs) And that didn't feel well, but it's a reality that all of us probably have had at some point in our lives. And at that point, at that time, you feel like I'm not going to return to God. I'm going to try to do this my way. And in that you won't find rest and you won't find strength. All right. So that's that that breaking that we were talking about. You won't be able to find that rest from the breaking. You won't be able to find that strength to put yourself back together again. Isaiah continues on to state God's words about what comes next in this scripture. After you have basically been ignorant and and you have chosen, you know, not to side with God, not to do what he asks. He says, you shall flee away and your pursuers shall be swift. He says, a thousand shall flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you shall flee. Till you are left like a flagstaff on the top of a mountain, like a signal on a hill. Okay, so in essence, this is saying that military action is going to occur. That's what this is saying. The Lord will frustrate the battle. So you think that you're going to go in there and you're going to charge in there with all of your strength. But the Lord, the Israel, Israelites specifically, their battle is going to be shaken up. Things are about to shake up and the Lord will frustrate the battle. So we also can refer to verse three of Isaiah 30, when God says the protection of Pharaoh turned to your shame and the shelter in the shadow of Egypt to your humiliation. Essentially, this is a space where it's an idea of the Israelites to rely on Pharaoh for protection. And God is saying that is going to turn to your shame. So you're going to regret that. And also returning to your your slave master, Pharaoh, you're going to return to him and you, you may look for shelter in him in the shadow of Egypt. And God is saying that's going to be to your humiliation. Essentially, this is a return to Egypt who once oppressed them before they became free. And so I have to just stop right there and say to you all, why in the world would you ever want to return to the person who has held you captive or has held you a slave? But sometimes when people get desperate and they're walking in their own strength, that's just what they'll do in order for them to not have to call on God for help because they may be stuck in this way of, I don't need God to do do this for me. I can do and figure this out on my own. So sometimes we even turn to things that aren't even for us, turn to things like the Israelites were doing, like false gods and and making inappropriate political alliances with other nations. And so as we already read, we read that 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 is going to fall. And as we read in verse three, being in the shadow of Egypt is not going to protect you. It's going to be to your shame and to your humiliation. Pharaoh and Egypt can't do anything for you. And so before we move on from verse three, this is just also to tell you that in Isaiah chapter 30, verse one, this is God speaking. Of course, Isaiah is recording this and he says, "Ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carry out a plan, but not mine and who make an alliance but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. Who set out to go down to Egypt without asking for my direction? My God, 
to take refuge in the protection of Pharaoh and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt. Okay, so the Lord is warning them from even doing doing this. And then when we go on in verse three, that's where he's telling them what is going to happen as he tells them not to go down to Egypt. So I just wanted to come back to that so you all can kind of get a reference of, well, where was Egypt coming from? Egypt was one of the decisions that the Israelites or routes that the Israelites were going to take in order to protect themselves. So at this point in this study today, I want to get to some of the application and some of the takeaway that we're going to take from this. And in a way, I'm going to do as the scripture does and kind of warn us of certain things. The warning number one is to do not reattach yourself to your oppressor as Israel did. They were so desperate, they were willing to reattach themselves to Egypt, to Pharaoh, their oppressor. And to make this clear for us, because we're looking at this passage of scripture as the people of God in this day and time. And we're trying to learn from the Israelites here. And so our oppressor is Satan. His plan for all people is eternal death, right? That's all he can offer you. But God, the father has said, otherwise he said he has sent a savior for the world named Jesus. Jesus ensures we have an eternal life. So going back to Israel in this passage that we were reading, even after they were to go through everything that they went through in exile, they still had hope. And this hope extends to us today. So God, you know, in the midst of life, when things get hard, he wants us to turn to him. He doesn't want us to turn to our oppressor. He doesn't want us to turn to Satan for advice or for Satan for directions and plans on how to get out of this situation or how you should handle things. He wants you to turn to him. When it comes to the salvation of your soul, he is the answer, not the enemy. So today, examine if you've received salvation or do you have a break in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you have gone astray, there is still time to return to God and build or rebuild that relationship with him. If you are sitting here right now listening to this podcast, you still have time to do it. And I want to tell you, you're never going to regret choosing God. He has so much love for you that he wants you to experience him by following and knowing him. Instead of like the Israelites, you finding yourself in this helpless war with your flesh and Satan. He wants you right now to ask the Holy Spirit to search you and remove any behaviors not in alignment with his will. Ask him to spiritually armor you up to follow him and fight successfully amongst spiritual warfare. So those are some promises that you have for yourself today. And those are some takeaways that you can take from this. If you are a person that is suffering with temptation, don't try to face temptation on your own and take care of it yourself because you're probably going to end up doing that thing that, like I said earlier in the podcast, you didn't even think you would do but you're going to do it. The best option is to return to God because it will change your life. I really do pray that this lesson was a blessing to you ladies today and that if it didn't totally apply to you in your opinion, I pray that it applies to someone you know and then that you will take 
that next step and share it with them. No one wants to go through unnecessary breaking, something that could be avoided if we just listen to God or if we just return to God. We don't want like Israel for military action to be taken out on us, which in in today's terms, really for a, a war to break out between your flesh and your will and the enemy's attacks. You want to yield and you want to be aligned with God, be aligned with Christ. So at this time, I have a prayer for this week. I want us to pray that together. Pray with me. Dear Father, my heart's desire is to be in alignment with you. Please forgive me for the times that I rebel or begin a pattern of disobedience. I want to honor you in how I live, get to know you more, and experience your love. Open my eyes to the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. Order my steps, dear God. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. As we come to the ending of this episode, I just want to let anyone know who does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior that you can change that today and that you can return to God as well. If you need help doing this, I would love to encourage you to visit my website at www.herfaithwalk.com salvation. And on that page, you will find the gospel according to the scriptures. You will find a prayer of salvation and a way for you to leave your contact information so I can send you a special email just for the new believers in the Her Faith Walk community. As I close, I want to just ask you ladies, if you haven't yet, to follow us on Instagram. We have Her Faith Walk podcast on Instagram. That's our at. And we also have Her Faith Walk, which is our ministry account. So you can follow us at Her Faith Walk or at Her Faith Walk podcast. If you want to know me a little more, you can follow me at Priscilla J. Henley. And always, if you want to get to all of the quick links for resources and for blog posts, I encourage you to go to herfaithwalk.com slash quick links. It would mean so much to me if you would take a moment to leave an Apple podcast review as well. By supporting me in this way, the word of God and prayers from her Faith Walk Ministries will spread and this community of women will grow. And you can do that at herfaithwalk.com slash Apple Podcasts. That's where you can leave a review. Finally, in closing, if this episode was inspiring, empowering to you, definitely share it with your family and friends, whether it's just clicking share or sending an email Or if you take a screenshot of where you are in your app or on YouTube, wherever you may be listening, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag at her faith walk podcast. And I would love to go ahead and share that out to the rest of the ladies in the community as well. So we be supporting one another. Thank you as always for being here. I pray that you have an awesome day and an awesome week and you continue to experience the blessings of God. 
Until next time, later.